there's a dating site for anti-vaxxers called Unjected. Unjected has been removed from the Apple App Store. To sap and impurify all of our precious bodily fluids. It is the unvaccinated who are the problem, period, end of story. Frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. It's the unvaccinated who are the threat. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo. Rest in peace, Wheezy. Unjected Show with your hosts, Shelby Thompson, Scott Armstrong, and Zach Brown. Call 1-833-3-UNJECT. That's 1-833-386-5328. Lines are open now. The Unjected Show is intended for an adult audience and may contain explicit material. User discretion is advised. Aloha. Aloha. What's up, Happy Shelby? Friday. Happy Friday. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another epic episode of The Unjected Show. We're very excited mm-hmm. to be with everybody today. Totally. We have a legendary guest in the house tonight, you guys. So very, very, very excited. Oh, like like beyond, <laughs> actually. Like, like original inspiration legend. Mm-hmm. So this is a really exciting night. Absolutely. So how's your week been? It's I know been you've going been great. Yeah, I've been. I, I was a little under the weather, but I'm I'm healed. I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely feeling much better. Good. And actually, had a good couple good rounds of ivermectin, and that's there all it go. took, guys. Imagine that. Imagine Isn't that. that. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what about well, you? Well, I'm glad you're feeling better for one. But uh, yeah, it's been good. Just uh, just busy, 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 busy. Building this you house. Building this house, and I got like. My thumb is black from hitting it with a hammer, so I'm like official, like things are happening. So there you go. And we've been building the injected house too, guys. Oh, you guys don't mm-hmm. even know. You guys don't, you don't even, even know. know what's about to happen. Yeah, it's just 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 hang tight, be patient, and the brand new injected website will be unveiled very soon. All your little hearts will be so content. I can't even wait to hear. <laughs> All your Christmas wishes will be granted. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So right on. Well, like we mentioned, we have the legendary Dr. Ben Tapper in the house. Um, he's waiting patiently in the green room. I, I made a little uh, like we were shooting back and forth some some video clips to compile together. And uh, so I kind of put something together here. The first one is all from the same news broadcast. Um, I think it's worth mentioning up front that uh, Dr. Tapper had the honorary uh title of being one of the infamous disinformation dozen which means he is hitting on all the notes like he, he's he's hitting the flack right like in world war ii you know you know that term like over the flack like over the target you heard this okay right basically like they used they not in world war ii it was like or, oh god like around that era like radar technology wasn't ideal you know what i mean like it was kind of right. still flimsy and so they knew that when they were flying over targets and they were getting hit with like flak, which is like rock, like anti-aircraft weaponry that would go up there. And, and, and so they knew that they were over the tar- like, like the, it was the targets that would shoot up the flak that mm. hit the aircraft. So they knew that they were over the target when they were getting hit with the most flak. And so mm. this is like when you're when you're listed as one of the disinformation doesn't, that means that you are right over the target you and the establishment does not like you very much. And so that means for us. There are they're our best friends, you know. <laughs> so, so, so that's a good way to look at it. So anyway, so this, but anyway, it's just really funny. This first like minute of this clip is all from the same news broadcast, even though it's all kind of disjointed and they talk about several different things. And the first, pay attention to the first little like ten seconds because it's hilarious. I forgot about this little twist in the COVID narrative. But anyway, here you go. Maybe the CDC is reporting today that some reactions to the J and J shot were actually anxiety related. 
For Dr. Peter Hotez, combating vaccine misinformation has become almost a full-time job. We have to make this work. Alongside his work developing a coronavirus vaccine. It's equally important now to to do something uh, in, in parallel, which is to combat this massive onslaught of uh, anti-vaccine, anti-science disinformation. They say two-thirds of the content is attributable to just 12 people, who they call the disinformation dozen. My name is Dr. Tamper. I am in private practice in Omaha, Nebraska. I don't wear a mask. I see over 200 patients a week. I come in close proximity with every patient that I come across. Why haven't I contracted this so-called disease? Americans make up 5% of the world population, but yet we take in 65 to 70% of the world's pharmaceutical drugs. We are one of two countries that allows pharmaceutical advertisements on the television. But yet 80% of Americans are suffering with a chronic disease associated with poor lifestyle choices. 700,000 people will die of heart disease this year alone. Doctor, please bring yourself in order. 600,000 people will die of cancer. 300,000 people will die of obesity this year. When is enough enough? If this is truly about health, then mandate healthy living, exercise, good food choices, chiropractic, outlaw tobacco and cigarettes, processed sugars. I believe it was Thomas Jefferson who stated, if people let the government decide what foods they eat and what medicines they take, their bodies will soon be in a sorry state as those souls who live under tyranny. You see, God made your body self-healing, self-regulating. If you give the body what it needs, it can be healthy. It is like the wilted plant that sits under the sun. Oh, <gasps> such powerful words. So let's do it. Without further ado, let's bring you in. Dr. Ben Tapper, welcome to the show. Aloha. Aloha. Thanks for having me, guys. Man. Thank you so much for being here and, and joining us and being a warrior of truth and light. I, I remember seeing that clip in 21 and it actually brought me to tears. And so really having you here is, is an honor. And I thank you yeah. for everything that you've been doing. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. You know, watching that video just brings so many, so many emotions. My goodness. Gets me emotional just watching it. So, you know. You know, it's really interesting. Like, we, God, we talk about it all the time on the show, but I just can't bring it up enough. Like when we stay firmly planted in our principles and we mm -hmm. speak from the heart and we take action and, uh, you know, it, it kind of just like in, in the description and kind of your bio, you know, it kind of describes how like you, found yourself in a place where you're praying to be the most effective in this fight. You know what I mean? And then look what happened. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel the same way. It's like, you know, it's just like, I pray to God to make me the most powerful instrument or weapon to be able to fight what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, like we're the ones that are tasked with uh, providing the public with the information that they need because the, the, the establishment won't do it. You know what I mean? And so it's so interesting how, when we stay rooted in our principles, it delivers us into like leadership roles and kind of carrying forward, the truth and and this whole movement Amen. yeah i mean what, what was your experience like so i'm really curious you know so sounds like a lot of your like where you're at today could be kind of traced back to that particular video you know um but what was that like you know initially finding yeah. yourself um you know being kind of thrust into that position well just like you i prayed as well to turn me into a lion i prayed uh for god to you know let these words travel far and wide and, you know, that video had accumulated millions of views in 24 hours. 
he answered that prayer in a big way, but, you know, I never wanted the publicity, even though I wanted that prayer to be answered. You know, it was kind of the way I describe it, you know, we went to Universal Studios here uh, about two months ago, and I took my eight-year-old on the this Harry Potter ride, and it was like this roller coaster. It was a motorcycle and a sidecar, and it's a roller coaster. And my mm -hmm. son, you know, he looked up at me, and he said, Dad, don't go too fast. And I looked at him, and I said, son, you bought the ticket. We're along for the ride. <laughs> and, you know, and so it, it was. it's kind of like that. You know, when we answer a prayer, you know, you got to be careful what you pray for because sometimes God will use you to answer that prayer. And, you know, I, I was at a position and I still am in a position where my convictions were greater than my fear of uh, persecution and my greater than my complacency. And, you know, I didn't care what anybody else thought. Um, mm -hmm. I cared about the truth. Uh, I knew we were being lied to and be, being deceived. And I, I have zero tolerance for that. And so, um, again, I didn't do it for publicity. I did it because of my convictions and, um, you know, and, and that's in the face of oppression, when you have convictions that, um, are greater than complacency, it's inspiring to others to do the same. That's why Thomas mm -hmm. Jefferson said one man with courage is a majority. Um, and, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. also stated that, you know, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in times of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. Mm -hmm. And when we um, show courage in the face of oppression, it's really, you know, courage what people see, but it's really led by conviction. And that's that's what we need to have. Um, and, you know, so many people would pat me on the back and say, man, I, I'm, I stand for you. I stand with you and I, I agree with you and keep up the great work. And. And sorry, and a lot of guys would, you know, be in the same position and they were afraid to speak out, but they agreed with me. And I said, man, you need to be in the gap with me. You know, they're mm -hmm. like, you're the, tip of the spear. And I said, no, you're the tip of the spear. You need to be in the gap with me. You know, a triple braided cord is much stronger when we're together. And, you know, and I was trying to inspire others to do the same. But so many, so few were, um, so few were afraid to, to, to stand in that gap. And, you know, and, and really the opposite of, of courage is not uh, being a coward. It's really conformity and conformity mm -hmm. is doing what everybody else is doing regardless to what is right. And we got to have that conviction to do what is right regardless to what everybody else is doing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I could, yeah, I, I agree with every single thing that you said. And it's, it's uh, you know, we talk about a conviction a lot at Injected, just the conviction it took for everybody to lose their jobs or livelihoods and to say, no, we're going to protect ourselves and our children. And, uh, you know, we're not going to, you know, our conviction is stronger than your, um, you know, means to try to control us. And, um, and I so appreciate you saying that. And what was your moment like? So before the Channel 7 moment, what was your like breaking point where you're finally, you know, obviously you've had this conviction for a long time. Have you always been awake to the, mm -hmm. the pharmaceutical complex and, and all of the the monsters behind it. Yes, I mean, you know, my I, I grew up in a household where I was never vaccinated. I I mean, I've never had a single vaccine in my life, nor, nor nor did my siblings, um, and we never vaccinated our, any of our kids, and they're as healthy. Thank the Lord for that. But uh, you know, um, so I've been fighting this fight for a long time, and you know, really trying to expose a lot of this corruption because again, we've been, you know, it just wasn't since the crony baloney since we started speaking out. It was really. Um, you know, we've been putting on these lectures for over a decade talking about how they're manipulating data and they're deceiving the people. And, 
And so big pharma has zero integrity and they only profit when we're sick. Uh, and we need to really start, you know, it's an IQ test at this level. It really is. And so, I mean, that's why I love what you guys are doing. We, I talked about, um, I was, you know, I didn't know about you guys um, till I think this year. And I was talking to someone, I had a, some patients like Dr. Capper, do you know any single men out there? And it was funny because I was, uh, you know, I just referred uh, those patients to your site. I'm like, go to this site. You can find people. <laughs> like-minded people private people so you're fulfilling a massive need which is great and it's helping our tribe it really is helping our tribe find relationships and like-minded people because how important you know the vaccine issue is a is it's a it's a huge issue it's it's a make or break issue for people i mean it's a it is in my opinion i mean it's just as important or i should say you know your relationship with the Lord is important, but like the, the, the vaccine issue for me is a make or break deal. It's a life or death situation for me. It's like, yeah, you know, absolutely. It's a big deal. Yeah. So I think you're fulfilling that need, but anyway, going back to your question, it's, I've been doing this for a long time. And so it's been leading up to this whole thing. And, and we put on a seminar in 2019, which was pretty comical. We put on a seminar in 2019 about the, the fall. It was right after event 201, which is the dress rehearsal for the crony baloney. And so we, you know, all, we saw these draconian bills coming our way. Um, you know, we were in it. We were saturated in it. We knew this fight was coming. Um, and so we were, we were geared up for it prior to 2020. Mm. Absolutely. Wow. So when 2020 came around, it was like, no surprise. Just mm -hmm. armor out. We're ready for this. Oh, and yeah. Did so, you... yeah. Oh, go ahead. I've, so, you know, 2020 hit and then we had another seminar in February. So this is the, this is the Trojan horse we're going to use. Mm. Um, you know, to, uh, to implement all this legislation, the dr draconian bills. I mean, there's a lot of bills that went under the radar that people didn't even know about. And if you read the legislation and literature in those bills, you would it would send a shiver up your spine. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I love the intro video that you had, discrimination against the, the unvaccinated. I mean, how evil. I mean, they talk about the unvaccinated as scum, just, yeah. you know, and they tr and, and really we can't ever forget how they treated that because that's what they're gearing up for. And it's going to come in waves. Well, they kind of backed off now, but in, in the next pandemic, I mean, how do you think they're going to treat the unvaccinated? I mean, we got a yeah. taste of that now. They're trying to really make it difficult, almost impossible for the unvaccinated to even function in society unless you have proof of the vaccine. And that's what's happening. And that's what the ultimate end goal is. And so think about how scary the world would be if we all get digital IDs and digital currencies and, and everything else. And it's going to really make it very, very hard to function in society if they if these globalists push this agenda. And they are too. And even and just like you said, gearing up, they're already full steam ahead because this week alone, I spotted mm -hmm. the craziest flyer here in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And it was maybe you can pull it up, Scott. Yep, it was all about right unvaccinated children. And look at this propaganda. It is just beyond uh, <laughs> Do you say sorry? My favorite one is, yeah, when your daughter gets rebella when pregnant, how are you going to explain that you chose to leave her at risk? Oh, yeah. It goes oh, on yeah. and on. The I think the final two, when when you give your child gives influenza to grandma, how do you explain that she won't ever be coming home from the hospital? Not ever. Oh, <laughs> your home cooked organic food was not enough. Like this is really what they want people to believe about themselves. It's shocking. Yes. Right, yeah. Scott. Can you send that? Can you send that picture? To me? Yep, I, I got you. Yep. yep. So wow. you know that's the the thing 
you know, Paul Offit said fear sells. They prey on people's emotions and fear sells. It's all, you know, and that's the thing too. Fear is the fire that fuels the furnace of disease. And we should never use fear to coerce people. That should be illegal. And that really is illegal. They're coercing the Ukraine on people's emotions. But this is nothing new. I mean, can you see this? This is the same marketing tech. They're preying on, oh, what big whooping cough you have, Grandma. Yeah. Wow. And so that's the same. Another thing, I'm, I'm going as an unvaccinated child for Halloween. Oh, oh yeah. So you'll see that. And, you know, uh, Suzanne Humphrey said they're rewriting history to change mm-hmm. your perception, to alter your emotions that can lead you to vaccinate out of fear. Popular press is altering peer pressure so that vaccinating parents will verbally abuse and ostracize non-vaccinators. It's medieval behavior and it's ramped up through the Internet. I mean, this is the world we're living in. So people... Our tribe of people listening, this is a real thing. It's fifth dimensional warfare, preying on our emotions, and it's evil, and it should be outlawed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you mentioned there that they're like rewriting history. Like they're going to attempt to, you know, chalk the, like, you know, in the history books, they're going to say, like, you know, there was this horrible pandemic that happened in 2020. And thank God there was this vaccine that came in and <laughs> saved the day. You know what I mean? But I think oh. we live in an era. We live in an era where like we're not gonna let them get away with it you know it's like up to mm-hmm. us not let them get away with it because anybody that looks at the history of uh you know some of these other like you know just traditional vaccines you know like we we, we come to find out very quickly like you know when it comes to, like polio uh you know how like the the, the vaccine was introduced to like <clears throat> at like the the, the the when it bottomed out already you know what i mean right. like like a lot of these a lot of these situations where it's like or they just you know change the diagnosis to a different disease you know all these tricks that they play so the history yes. books categorically say that you know it was due to directly because of the vaccine but you know we're not going to let them get away with it like we're going to be like right. no no so no we, no no right those who forget history are doomed to repeat it but yeah. those who remember history have to sit back and watch those who forget history repeat it right <laughs> yeah there's a i want to talk about the history because this is vitally important we are forgetting history if you look mm-hmm. at I have articles that talk about the Spanish flu um, and how they manipulated data. Literally, we repeated the Spanish flu and this renamed it Corona Baloney. But you have the Spanish flu um, during that time. We, if you remember, we had uh, essential businesses that were deemed essential, non-essential. We had mm-hmm. uh, we had mask wearing the virtue signaling. We had manipulation of data. We had fear mongering being in the media constantly. Okay. And there was an article that was written by this gentleman oh, right here, BJ, uh, an article written by him 100 years ago that I just happened to coincidentally get. I don't think it was a coincidence, but he, it was titled A Few Fearful Physicians for Funny Flu Frivolates for a Few Frenzied Folks and a Few <laughs> Further um, Firm and Foreseen Fatal Flu Facts and Figures. Okay, But basically, they talked about during the time, during the Spanish flu, they were manipulating data. And they brought out an experimental influenza vaccine. And the statement from the AMA 100 years ago stated that um, the evidence at hand affords no trustworthy basis for regarding prophylactic vaccination against influenza as a value in preventing the spread of the disease or reducing its severity. If you fast forward 100 years, I got package inserts that say almost like exact same thing on the package inserts. So arguably, the flu vaccine is still experimental. Why in the Fuhide would you want to get the flu shot? Right. So it's like, oh, look at that article back that page that you had on there. It's like, oh, telling grandma you'll you'll never see her again. I mean, that's some garbage, garbage. And arguably, the flu vaccine has been one of the most harmful vaccines on the market. Absolutely. Have been paid out for these injuries and the adverse reactions to these shots. So uh, that being said, 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Did you, did you experience a lot of ostracization at your clinic after, you know, you obviously millions of people saw, you know, and draw attention to you. Uh, what did you, what happened with, with your work life? Was it difficult or did it, did you meet more like-minded? It still happens all the time. And yeah. someone just left a review for me that I have never seen before. They're like, Dr. Tapper um, was trying to exercise the demons. And he told me to gargle with Tabasco sauce three times a day. Blah, blah, and, I was like, and I wanted to be like, dude, I told you to gargle four times a day. And, but, anyway, <laughs> but, you know, these things happen. And, you know, I, I consider it a great blessing that we're mm -hmm. over the, you know, when we, when we face persecution, find a great joy when we were persecuted because we were over the target. I love that flack. Mm -hmm. uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, get the flag reference. I yeah. yeah, I love that. That's great, Scott. We talked about yeah. early on because it's true. You're over the target, and and uh, we knew we were over the target. And uh, again, you're anytime you're gonna, you know, try to speak truth in a, in times of universal deceit, you're gonna expect persecution and authorization. Mm -hmm. It's just the, it's just part of the part of the course. And I knew I was gonna make people upset. But I didn't care. My, you know, mm -hmm. I wasn't there to please the opinion of others. I was there to tell the truth, and mm -hmm. you know. And so, it's just like uh, Ron Paul stated that you know, telling a, a, a time or what is it? He said, "Truth is treason in an empire of lies," mm -hmm. and uh, and so you know, we we did catch a lot of flack. We got you know, my office. We had signs on the door saying, you know, FBI most wanted. People left me negative <sighs> reviews. Never had negative reviews in my ever. In the 12 years I was in practice, I'm still in practice, but I, I sold the clinic last year and started another clinic in Blair. Uh, so if you're reading this, read me, leave me a good review in Blair, Tapper Chiropractic. But anyway, <laughs> everyone have, uninjected, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah, Tapper Chiropractic and Google, leave me a review. Thank you. But anyway, we had a, uh, you know, never any negative reviews, um, but, you know, my my truck was vandalized, my home was broken mm -hmm. into. Actually, when we were wow. buying, uh, when we got, I post on social media. I made the mistake by promoting the in any event in a heads up, like, "Hey, we're going to be in Hawaii." Mm -hmm. You know, when you do that, when you have a big following, you think like everyone's going to be innocent, but there are a lot of e evil people in the world and sick people in the world. But two men came into my home, and the second night we're in Hawaii, uh, they didn't take anything. They did, which is weird. They came in and in and out. Uh, I had a friend staying at the house who was terrified. He heard him talking in the living room. They didn't know there he was there. Um, and then. He called the police and they left. But we've had threats, um, very, very like disturbed um, mm -hmm. text messages that went to my wife and I. Uh, you know, our phones got hacked. Uh, wow. PayPal, seized, uh, PayPal seized my accounts, took the money. Venmo seized our accounts. Uh, permanently banned from PayPal. I can never use PayPal again. Um, I've tried, tried to get a different account. I got a legal document sent from PayPal saying if I ever use PayPal on any of my forms or anything, they'll they'll take it to court. So screw PayPal. Um, yeah, wow. yeah. And so, you know, that's, it's like a communist organization. They don't promote, yeah. I should sue them for freedom of speech, but it's their business. They have the right to refuse business because I am violation. And if you remember right, they had a $2,400 fine. If you got deemed misinformation, mm -hmm. are we forgetting mm -hmm. that about PayPal? Everybody can boycott PayPal. They should go in the, out, you know, they have no business being in this country if they're going to act that way. They should be out of this country because they violate the principles of what this country is founded on. I digress. But anyway, no. <laughs> um, I can go on and on and on about that. You know, I don't really like to talk about the negative few um, uh, because we have positive. There's a lot of positive many in the world. Yeah. And so um, the positives outweigh the negatives. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
through and through. And just because we know that we're on the right side of history, we're on the right side of truth. And uh, that's in, in God's on our side. And um, if he's for us, who could ever be against us? Exactly. And I remember very distinctly, like just remembering like what I was, you know, I, I was podcasting all the way through 2020, 2021, you know what I mean? And we were doing shows like multiple times a week. And I just remember, and we were like, we were exclusively talking about COVID, you know what I mean? And I mean, that was the impetus of what got me into podcasting to begin with was, you know, because I too was like immediately like, oh no, this is not what we're being told. We're being lied to. This is much bigger than what we're like. This is the new world order, basically. Like I knew like day one. And I just remember like going through 2020 just every single day you know, reading whatever headlines or listening to the shows that I listened to to aggregate the news. And it was just like, just one demoralizing thing after another, just like, there has to be some relief. Like this can't just go on like this forever. And now it's like the complete opposite. It's like every day there's like some new chink in the armor or some little crack in the dam and this stuff is getting out and, it, and I'm so enthused about it. You know what I mean? I mean, not in a, it's, it's kind of cathartic because like the information that's coming out is so horrific, but it is starting to bubble its way to the surface, you know? And, and I think like just that alone, just the fact that, you know, the more people are aware of this stuff, we are making a lot of headway, you know? And, and due to the, 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 all of the efforts that all of us have made, like you and all your colleagues, you know, being out in the front, hitting the barbed wire, you know, like just, just really pushing this information out there. It's really starting to have an effect. Are you yeah. seeing that in your, in your life as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, the soil for truth is rich right now, and the people are starving for it. Anytime there's an oppression on any front, any level, any subject, any whatever matter it is, people have a yearning for the truth, they have a yearning for freedom, and that's what that yearning is for right now. And so you know, this is my encouragement to people is keep getting louder, keep speaking the truth, because, again, the tides are turning. You know, they, the, and, you know Pfizer, the globalists, they overplayed their hand. And so people are waking up more now than ever before. I mean, we're having this conversation. You got an unejected, uh, you know, unjected uh, website for dating people. I mean, I would have never thought that this would exist in a million years, and it's and it's here. We have so things are happening. The tides are turning, and so I'm very thankful for this because you know it, it's been a massive burden to carry for uh, many years. And mm -hmm. you know, I would I used to put on dinners. For people like, hey, come, I buy, I'll buy you a salmon dinner. I used to rent out a big conference room and I would buy them dinner to come hear me do a vaccine health talk. You know, just like, mm -hmm. I just want you guys to, I would coerce them with a salmon dinner. Like, I just want you guys to know this truth, get this information out there, you know? And now it's like, I don't have to do that. We just put a post out. We can fill a venue, thank the Lord, because the ties have turned. Mm -hmm. People are they're interested to know this stuff, this information. And so it's, mm -hmm. uh, so yes, the ties are turning. But again, are we going to convince everybody? No. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but that's the thing. I love that quote by Sam Adams. He said that it doesn't take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of the people. And that's yeah. the time we're in. People are really, um, how do you say it again? It's just they're they, they lost faith in the current, um, mm -hmm. medical establishment. Um, and you know, there's, there's a time and place for medicine. There's a time and place for, allopathic care and i don't want to bash medicine and, and all, all allopathic care because if i was ever in a, in a god forbid a serious emergency situation that's excuse me, that's where i'm going and they're the master of crisis care but they're neglecting a lot of the wellness and prevention uh, model and that's really you know how do you describe it the illustration i use is you know they're like the the firefighters if your house is on fire, you're not going to call a carpenter, right? You're going to call the fire department, right? And they're the fire department, 
right? But it's real silly if you're, the fire is out, if you call the fire department again to put the fire out. No, now it's time to rebuild. That's when you call the carpenter. And mm -hmm. that's where the policy prevention paradigm um, is there. It's there to help rebuild and get you back and, and to help restore your health. Instead of just throwing mm -hmm. pills at it all the time and saying, hey, take this pill the rest of your life and become your diagnosis. No, you have the ability to be well. If you give the body what it needs, you can be well. And that's where all my conviction lies, really, is understanding that the body was designed to be well if we give the body what it needs. And that's the, the, the simple, simplest uh, form of, of healthcare. Absolutely. Absolutely. But again, there's no profit in that, right? They, they don't want that. They don't want us like turning inward and finding our own healthy practices that kind of cuts them out of the loop. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. the worst thing they could possibly do, you know, but, but there are, I mean, here, this is a nice little segue for this. I mean, like there are institutions that are popping up and, and, and companies, organizations that are popping up to kind of help mm -hmm. stifle the uh, old paradigm and kind of create a new paradigm. one of which is our, our partners at the wellness, wellness company, company, right? I don't know if you know this, but the wellness company is uh, our, our partners and they do all of our IT development and cybersecurity and all that good stuff. Yeah. And uh, cause they have the infrastructure to kind of handle that sort of thing. And thanks to foster the team there, they're like, they, like they came on board at the time when we needed them the most and they just were like, Hey, let's help. Let's, 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 let's make this injected thing vision yeah. happen. So, and I understand that now you are a part of the wellness company team. Can you tell us about how all that came to be? Yeah. So, I mean, basically, uh, Peter uh, reached out to me and we've been talking. Uh, Dr. McCullough. Dr. McCullough. I'm sorry. Right? Dr. McCullough, right? Dr. McCullough. Oh, or I'm Peter sorry. G. Oh, Peter, oh, Peter G. Peter G. Peter G. Peter G. Oh, okay. okay. So many yeah, Peters Peter, over Dr. there. Yeah, Dr. McCullough was in our documentary and, he, and he's been a friend of mine and an awesome, awesome individual yeah. as well. And so we're kind of been in the same circle of people. And and, and, and so Peter, the CEO, gotcha. uh, and, I, and, and I've been talking to just almost for the last year, just about the opportunity at hand to bring true healthcare to the forefront. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, I conversed with him and I was excited to talk to him. And, and so he asked me to, to jump on the, on the team here just, just a few months ago. And so I said, absolutely. I really want to make a dent in, in this, uh, make an impact in the world more than we already have and really help people uh, find true healthcare. And so the wellness company, I'm thankful for them. They're doing great things. They have a lot of, they understand the battle at hand that this mm -hmm. is a war front. This is a war front on all levels, on all forms of healthcare. I mean, you got right now the FDA trying to take out uh, things that have been beneficial that's been on the over the counter for flu forever. And they're just taking it off the market um, like Sudafed or other other things. And so, you know, the wellness company is trying to fulfill, uh, you know, really pioneer a way of providing a solution for patients and to receive healthcare. So they're offering telemedicine. So that's what I'll be doing with uh, Dr. Thorpe and Dr. Hadar. We'll be doing telemedicine. I'll be uh, diving into functional medicine with patients and offering like a stress and metabolic profile test uh, truly really to measure like cortisol levels and adrenal fatigue, um, wow. also like a secretory IGA. So if people have any like Epstein-Barr or pathogens in the gut or parasites in the gut, we can address it from with a with a simple test. Um, and so, and I also, uh, you know, do interviews, which is a lot of fun. Peter's like, I just need you to talk about vaccines and medical freedom. I'm like, sold. I live and breathe that all the time. So, yes. <laughs> so it's very congruent with what I do already. So it, it was a good fit. That's awesome. Well, welcome, welcome, that. welcome. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we're one yeah. big family over here. Yeah, one big family now. That's great. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it feels 
you know, it's it's always such a, a good feeling to know that everybody is, we're all just working towards this, this bigger vision and this parallel uh, system that is away from these globalists and these evil people that are literally trying to murder us. So this is, we're changing lives, we're saving lives. I'm so grateful for, for all of the angels working together to, to make us uh, find each other in this time. It's It's been a long time coming and I'm really, I'm, yeah. When I heard that you were part of the team, I was like, oh, another another yeah. awesome one. Yeah. Right? It just yeah. doesn't, yeah. it's one after the next. It doesn't yep. get any yeah. better. Absolutely. Well, I was just browsing through the site. And they have these. Uh, they they have a new kit. Have you seen this one, Shelby? They, they have a new COVID kit. I remember they had the, mer the medical Ooh, emergency I kit, but now they have this COVID this kit. Do you know? Do you know? Can you tell us about some of these, Doctor Tiber? Some of the emergency yeah, kits. Yeah. So, I I call these stay out of the hospitals kits. I mean, these there are. You go. Yeah. So you know, I don't recommend. This is not something you take daily. The word yeah. emergency. The word emergency is there for uh, a reason. It's there to keep you out of the hospital. Uh, because we know the protocols, these top-down protocols being pushed by Fauci and these administrative doctors were not in our favor. Uh, they didn't really care about our health. So these, these kits have a whole wide variety of things that can really help you in a pinch. It's more of a, it's to have for a peace of mind, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so that's what it's there for. It's there to bring peace of mind to have when you need it in an emergency. Um, and so you have, you know, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, you have different things in there that can help. Um, and just really, you know, I don't know how many patients I know uh, that came up to me. You know, it's going to take a lot for me to take a medication. Um, you know, it will be in an emergency situation. And that's what it's there for. But I can't tell you how many people I talked to that said, man, I felt like garbage. I took ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine and I felt better within 24 hours. Yeah. You know, so that tells you um, it's, you know, there are therapeutics out there that can help outside of the vaccine. I don't think the vaccine's doing mm. anything, anybody no. any good. No. But the, uh, but you have, you know, going back to that, the emergency use was there to, uh, and they could not show any other therapeutics or any modalities uh, to be beneficial because that would go against uh, the vaccine. And yeah, the emergency use authorization that would like prevent mm -hmm. them from being able to roll the vaccine out in the first place, according to their little system of laws, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And their ultimate yeah. goal is to get that dumb thing on the childhood schedule. And now they succeed. Oh, yeah, with that. yeah so they now did. They, yep. So they have no, now they have no liability. But that being said, um, emergency kits are great. Uh, there's some spike supports helping us too. I recommend getting on. Oh yeah. And that's oh, the big yeah. thing too. Is we just had a seminar here too with the uh, with the guy from Died Suddenly. He's an embalmer. Um, and talking mm -hmm. about all the different um, things that he's pulling out of of patients, um, you know, the vials. I and he and I tried to prove him wrong. I was trying to be very skeptical of, and so I did a lot of homework and and um, I talked to all these different embalmers, and they all said the same thing that Richard's saying. So, which is confirmation. I had one or two say, "Oh, that's anti-vaccine conspiracy. Don't believe it." And then, you know, they were very convincing, but the majority of embalmers I talked to said, yes, that's true. I've never seen these before. And so, wow. so wow. it raises a lot, of, a lot of questions. And again, they, uh, I believe it's this toxin produced from these va vaccines. And I think that the spike support can definitely help prevent that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So absolutely. Well, well, if you guys, and, and just so you guys know, mm -hmm. if you go to TWC.health and you do want to get any of that stuff, you use uh, injected as a promo code, you get 10% off. Just saying, just saying. So there you go. <laughs> and it is really important to protect against spike right now because you know the stories that I I am hearing as time is continuing, just especially with injected and people, you know, want to tell us about what happens to their close contact. And it's 
it's appearing to be very significant. So I definitely <laughs> take care of yourself with the spike because it yeah. seems like even unvaccinated people are developing. I, I mean, I've heard of people getting myocarditis, all kinds of things from, mm -hmm. from being with uh, vaccinated individuals. And so it's not that we don't love love them as our family and friends, but we have to stay diligent to, mm -hmm. to our future, you know, to the future of humanity and our children. Yeah. And, and yeah. what's so frustrating is like the unknown aspect of it. Like you think if these people really did care about our health and there were these anecdotal reports of situations of, you know, people like unvaccinated people suffering some of the effects, like if there was like a concern around shedding, like they do some studies, they would actually look into it. But it's like mm -hmm. they, it just gets thrown in the conspiracy pile. You know what I mean? And so it's like there's no willingness to even look into these things. And so in this fog of war where we don't have the information and we don't know necessarily what we're up against, it's like we just need to just like reinforce by any means possible that we can like it's just crazy like i, I got a whole freaking tabletop full of supplements right here i'm just like dude i'm going into the winter you know what i mean it's like who knows who knows what's going on like i'm, I'm not even okay i'm not even gonna say that i was like I don't even <laughs> dr tapper you're a family man what kind of advice would you give to maybe somebody on injected that's looking to to have a family or uh find a, a wife and have children one day wow that's a that's a serious question right there. So I know. <laughs> go to Unjected, first of all. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find a great spouse through that website. But I think that's, you know, find someone that aligns with your beliefs and your principles. Um, and find, you know, that's the key. And find someone that you can talk to. That's the, uh, and also another key. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like in today's world, also find someone that has faith. Um, that's a big, you know, a big, big deal. I'm a Christian. So, you know, I always say that Jesus is the glue for our relationship. Um, and you know, not every relationship is perfect. Um, you're going to have, you're going to have problems. You're going to have issues. You're going to have struggles. Um, the key, and you have to understand that storms are inevitable. And that's mm -hmm. why I think Christ is the immovable. We need to cling to that. Uh, but also, you know, I initially wanted eight kids. Um, I, you know, I wanted um, a, a huge family and God provided, we have four kids and life is busy. And really my biggest advice is also just having faith, finding that person. And once you do find that person, um, you know, always date that person, never stop dating them and having conversations mm -hmm. with them and really, and being present. I think in today's world, present time consciousness, is a very uh, rare thing to find. We're always so distracted. We're always caught up in, in the world or our phones or social media. And that really distracts us from being present. And so being present with your spouse and enjoying those times because you never know how long you're gonna have. Um, I just had a, a friend of mine lose his wife this week. She's 32 years old and she died suddenly. Um, wow. They were So that's another, yeah, it's really heartbreaking. She worked in a medical cl clinic um, and we all suspect the vaccine. And, you know, you just never know. Tomorrow is not promised. And so uh, live each day um, like it's your last and, and be so thankful in everything. That is another thing. Love is not about possession. It's really about appreciation and really appreciating your spouse and everything they do and and um and finding someone that compliments you you know my wife i i love her dearly i would and i you know 
there's things where I'm like, you know, she's not the funniest person ever. And, you know, there's things about her that can maybe improve, but she's everything I need and mm-hmm. want. She's like, you know, so she feel, fulfills all those, all those things and, and compliments me in so many ways. And, and so in understanding love languages too, love languages is a big thing, you know, understanding the, the different love languages and finding out what your love language is and find someone that, that fulfills that need in that love language. Is it quality time? Is it words of affirmation? Is it acts of service? You know, is it gifts and, and really being true to yourself and knowing what those are and finding that spouse that complements that area. And, um, and then also your, uh, you know, your ability to compliment them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that's my advice. That was amazing. really beautiful. Yeah, that, that was, was amazing. Inc- that was incredible advice. That was, yeah, that was amazing. My love language is speaking out against vaccine genocide. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's my love language too. <laughs> yeah, just, God, I, that's great. That got me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. See, that's, I just yeah. want, I just want to lay in bed at night and just talk about. Talk how we're going to take down Big Pharma. How we're going to take down Big Pharma. That's it. That's, it. That's all I want to do. That's it. That's <laughs> were, were you and your wife always on the same page uh, about, you know, your health choices uh, when it came to 2020? Or did you guys have oh, like growing wow. or Or when it came to the, the, the big question about vaccinating your children, too. Like that's, yeah. that's a big one. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to be a little vulnerable with you guys here. So I'm going to open up. Um, when my wife and I first met, um, I met her at a 311 concert nice. and I told her, I told her the first time I met her that I was going to marry her. Um, mm-hmm. and I gave her my phone number. I said, you need to call me. I said, you're going to be my wife someday. And she's just like, you're nuts. Well, then I hated talking on the phone. I didn't, um, I had a VCR. Um, I didn't have a DVD player. I didn't like technology. I was kind of an, it, you know, at one time in my life, I was a long haired hippie. I had no <laughs> No computers, no internet, nothing. All I did was play guitar, and um, yep. And uh, and so then my when I met her, I was I just got a portable phone, didn't have a cell phone, and so I hated talking on the phone. But we talked for hours and hours and hours. And you know, as we got to know each other, uh, she realized I was very very convicted on the vaccine issue, and she uh, was convicted that they were safe and effective because all of her family, they all work in a hospital. And, and so I would, it, you know, our relationship was, it became like this, oh, let's get to know certain hanging out to every time we got together, it was, we were debating on vaccinations. Mm-hmm. We loved each other and we wanted to be with each other, but it was this topic. And she realized that I wasn't budging on this topic. And this was a, a deal breaker for me. And mm-hmm. she, you know, she was like, okay, I'm going to be open. I'm going to learn. And and that's the key. Let's have a dialogue, which is what we should have. Let's talk about it. And so I would talk mm-hmm. to her about all these things. I would show her all these documents and I would show her these books and testimonials and and mm-hmm. she would hear uh, lectures and she would hear me talk about it and lecture about it. And then mm-hmm. um, she came around and, mm-hmm. you know, and so uh, then we got married and, you know, she now it's her, she's just, she's by my side. She, she's congruent with everything I stand for. She knows that I would die on this hill. Uh, and that was a, that was a, uh, a funny moment too, because I remember being all dramatic. I got down next to her she was laying in bed and I was like, I just want to tell you something. And she's like, what? I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I, I would, I'm willing to die on this hill. And she's like, I know she was just like, 
very, very not dramatic at all. And she's like, I, I know how strongly you feel about this. <laughs> right. So anyway, and so, but again, um, you know, and, and we had a rocky start, you know, we, we came from completely different backgrounds. You know, mm -hmm. I came from, we never went to the doctor to her family goes to the doctor for every little thing. You know, we, I, I remember having 106 temp and I stayed at home. My dad adjusted me and gave me zinc. He's like, you'll be fine. <laughs> you know, and, and I grew up where we, they, my parents used the sun method. It was like sheer utter neglect. You know, when we grew up out in the country, I, uh, we had about 60 acres of ground. And then we grew up around, we had about 2000 acres of CRP ground. And my mm -hmm. brother and I were like little cowboys. We'd ride horses. We would, you know, I remember at six years old, I had a high powered rifle and we would shoot rabbits and we would tan their hides. And yeah. it was kind of weird, but that's what my childhood, right? Um, and I look back I'm like, man, that was a really weird childhood compared to a lot of people. Um, and it was abnormal. And so a lot of, and you know, my wife's very much city, city folk, and she's, uh, I'd like to say yuppie, but you know, <laughs> but that's kind of the household. They were so fearful of every little thing, every little germ. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the complete opposite. Now she, we live out in the boonies, we live out in the woods and she's awesome. like, she, she has done a complete 180. Wow. So, and so she's, she's right there. So people can change. And, you know, mm -hmm. I just knew that there was something special about my wife. I knew that, uh, God brought her to in my life and for a reason. And it was one of those things where, you know, even though we had completely different philosophies on a lot of things and we were willing to talk about it and, to, to learn and, and to grow and in our relationship has been it's you know it's it hasn't been easy but it's definitely been been good and and having that too so many people just throw in the towel so easily and they just want to call it quits now if they're not congruent and if they're not willing to have those topics and to dialogues and then that should be a red flag but if they're willing because they love you and their love is greater than their you know, opinions of something, a topic, and they're willing to sit down and have that dialogue and change their mind. That's when you got to keep her, you know, that's when, you know, mm -hmm. and that's why I said, you should find someone that's willing to talk and, mm -hmm. and be open and have that dialogue and in a respectful manner. Um, so, and I just think of the quote by Mark Twain. I don't know why it popped in my head, but you know, it, it goes back to people being closed minded. And so, convicted in, in their thoughts, even though I'm convicted in my thoughts, um, you know, but especially like the, the, the pro-vaccine movement, there's a quote by Mark Twain. It says, you know, it doesn't, it's, it's not what you know that gets you in trouble. It's what you believe to be true that just ain't so. And mm -hmm. so I don't know why that quote pops in my head, but it, it, it goes to just being an open-minded and have the ability to change your mind. And, you know, um, I would change my mind in the vaccine realm yeah, um, no if, doubt about that. Yeah, if if um, if it was completely different administration, if there was nutrients, but the vaccines don't have a single nutrient, they're chemical right. concoctions, and they have harmful ingredients, and they go against the laws of immunology. And so people ask me all the time, would you ever change your mind in vaccines if this? I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> I I look at both sides, and and I'm convicted of the side, and so I, I've looked at both sides, and. Uh, but again, in order for me to change my mind in that area, there would be have to almost be a, a, a miracle from God. And yeah. really, it's they have to completely do a 180 of how they yeah. how they develop and administer them. And and so anyway, I'm rambling now. But no, that was all really yeah, beautiful. It's like one of my yeah. favorite things to be like, 
One of my favorite things is to be like, hey, why don't you tell me like your favorite uh, vaccine well, ingredient? And look like, at this guy. Scott, Scott is uh, he's, like, up his, up his sleeve. Formaldehyde. <laughs> I got it all in my sleeve. Just really yeah, formaldehyde, a little oh, host whoa, cell whoa, DNA. Whoa, Oh yeah! Yeah, you and I. F E C yellow. Yeah, we're brother. You know, we're brothers from the different mothers. I like you, dude. I like you. Yeah. yeah, just how about yeah, this? Throw right in your face. I like that. Yeah, exactly. That's how we roll here at Objective. Like we don't mess around here. Like we're we don't mess around. <laughs> yeah. Straight to the throat that's of the vaccine. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, I was kind of thinking a little bit ago, like when I was editing that video too, it's like, it's really interesting to go back to like 2020 news clips and stuff and like, see, you know, or even the intro to our show, like the way that they talked about unvaccinated people, yeah. you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, like it might almost be a good way to kind of red pill people to go do like a time capsule thing, like pull up some of the, the preposterous things that they were saying back then and being like, look, like this doesn't check out with reality. anymore. Like, I don't know. I might do like a whole segment of like, like pulling up old, clips just to be like hey guys like do you, do you, now, now 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 do you see what we're saying like yes. uh so so i don't know if you caught in that clip that i made in the beginning the guy was saying how the like most of the adverse reactions to the johnson johnson vaccine was because of anxiety for misinformation like i don't know if you caught that so there's this you might appreciate this too so this is i wrote an article about this look at i love it okay what i wrote well i wrote an article about this for the last american vagabond here mental gymnastics info about vaccine injury and death is the main cause of vaccine injury and death apparently this was back in uh about a year ago about a year ago and so it was all in reference to this study here which the this title of the study is covid 19 vaccines and the misinterpretation of perceived side effects clarity on the safety of vaccines. I don't even know. That doesn't even make Is sense. Is that like but anyway, gaslighting? But anyway, so look at this. Look at this. It says, this brief review will offer data that may demonstrate that misinformation perpetuated by the anti-vaccination movement may be causing more deaths and side effects from any vaccine. <laughs> so they're, they're, literally saying, they're literally saying that the misinformation, the quote-unquote misinformation from the anti-vaccine movement is causing more deaths than the vaccine. <laughs> and they're really trying to make like that. They're really trying to say that with a straight face. That's pretty comical. <laughs> Isn't that great? Right. Isn't that great? Wow. You know, they just want to, yeah. Ga I think you said Shelby gaslighting. Is that what you said? Yeah. Gas they're totally yeah, gaslighting. gaslighting. Yes. Right. That's yeah, my new favorite that's... term, by the way. It's like, the, you, cause that's the, if I think of the pro vaccine movement, gaslighting is the, the thing that comes to mind, you know, and that's mm -hmm. the thing. Same companies and organizations that gaslight all these people that have injuries, which is terrible. Think about if you have a serious adverse reaction, you got transverse myelitis, you can't walk, you can barely breathe. You know, you might, you know, I know, I know patients that got Guillain-Barre, they had to get air flighted after a vaccination, right? Think about yeah. that. Oh, it's just anxiety. Yeah, yeah okay. Exactly. Yep. Exactly, yeah. exactly. These blood it's clots cool. are just straight up from anxiety. It's actually the same thing that happened to me when I, I got injured by the Gardasil vaccine when I was 14. And uh, when I went to, to many hospitals, um, yes, I was told I was just having anxiety attacks when sure enough, it was um, vaccine injury. So it, they really do. They love to gaslight like that with the anxiety. Yeah, right. <laughs> so one of the nurses in our film, um, Angelia, she was the one that could barely walk. Okay. She was having mm -hmm. transit She was having all these issues. She could barely walk. And she was, you know, very respected in the hospital. She's been there for a long time. She rolled up her sleeve. She was kind of doing what they recommended. And they did the same thing to her. You're having anxiety. You know, oh, it's criminal. Criminal. Mm -hmm. it yeah. Yeah. There's, there's garbage articles like that. 
And I would really, really love to keep the fight going against like Pfizer and the government because I'm pretty certain that they're in violation of the 1906 Food and Drug Act uh, mm. because, you know, they deceive the people knowing full well in articles like that. We it'd be a simple, simple, simple uh really case against these people oh so that you're you're you know we have adverse reactions on the package insert that have to be there by law so you're just telling me the anxiety uh, is is the cause of these adverse reactions no i mean why is death on these adverse reactions why do we have you know three three and a half pages of fine print of adverse reactions in every package insert so it's criminal what these people are doing Oh, beyond, beyond criminal, like so many aspects, like every single aspect of it, like the denial of early treatment to me also is a huge aspect of the crime. You know what I mean? Like literally nobody had to die from whatever this thing they call COVID or whatever. Like literally nobody had to die from that, you know? And then so that, that, I mean, that, that on top of just what I, from what, what I've gleaned is like millions of people worldwide that have died from the injections. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's so it's like the couple, the two together, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the deaths from lack of treatment plus the deaths from the injection. Like, this is just like the biggest, the biggest crime in, in human history. Yes. Right. Crime Absolute crime against humanity. You know what I mean? And so I think that, uh, you know, I mean, I just keep, I, I, it makes me happy to see that, you know, it breaks my heart to know that people are still suffering and dying and, and it's just carnage out there. But, but you know, the more that that's happening, the more people are waking up, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's, it's, it's brutal. Like I was going to ask you this, have you had a chance to look into um, this whole situation about the New Zealand whistleblower with the, that data that got reported last week? Have you had a chance to take a look at that? Yeah. I posted about that the other day on my Twitter oh, feed. Okay. He's uh, you know, it's criminal. They said he was using doing it in a dishonest way. It's comical because all he did was release data and submit it out. And they said he was doing yeah. it in a dishonest way. Oh, so who's being dishonest here? You know, that's the question. So we need to really step up our game when someone is willing to have the boldness and courage to step out like that and really submit the data out there. We need to protect him at all yeah. costs. You know, that's the thing. Just like myself, people that are willing to sacrifice everything they have to put it out on the line, sacrifice everything um, to bring the truth to the people. The people need to really, 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 really value that and protect those types of people. And if he's in jail, we should all yeah. band together and and just come to his defense because it's criminal. He's a whistleblower trying to get the information out there, the information that's being suppressed. So, yeah, I, I mean, I... You know, and I heard, too, that, you know, when he got arrested, he shouted, freedom, when he was yeah. getting arrested. And so, oh. you know, we need to come to his defense. And God oh. bless that man. You know, God will bless wow. that man standing up. And, and we need to really come to his defense. What is his name? Do we know what his name is? I want to, I'm yeah. going to, isn't it like, I'm going to have to. Yeah, Kirsch did a lot of. Steve Kirsch has been uh, definitely reporting on it uh, on his oh, Substack. Good. I've been trying to put together a whole thing in Jigger to do on my show on it. Um, these are these then, moments that are like precedents, you know, where we see like a whistleblower get arrested and no one says anything. And then yeah. they got away with that. And then next time, they'll, you know, they're just right, setting yeah. the stage yeah. to, to, to do it to any of us, you know, right. for our freedom yeah. of speech. That's it's crazy. Yeah. And then I'm trying to find a credible site on this one, too. But I, I remember hearing like an actual presentation on it where this guy, there's like actual medical data from the military claiming that a 900, like basically a 973 percent increase in heart failure in the military 
after the injections, like post injection. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, Scott, you got some good stuff, man. You need to send me some yeah. of these links here. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, like these are the things just in the last week that have hit. And then that whole situation with um, Pfizer going after Poland. Did you hear about this one? Like no. uh, basically Pfizer is suing Poland because Poland decided, no, nah, we're good on the vaccine. We don't, we would not, we're no longer interested in participating in this. And they said, no, 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 you will take, or you will take it and you will pay us for it. Right. It's, it's like the old, um, have you ever read the book? It reminds me, uh, there's a book, uh, confessions of an economic hitman. Are you familiar with this one? Nice. Uh, so this, it's a really good book. Like it was one of my early red pill moments where, uh, John Perkins is the author and he describes how he worked for the CIA and what they would do is they would uh, basically go to all these South American countries and say, hey, we will build you a bunch of infrastructure. We'll build you power plants and, and telephone lines and power lines and all this stuff and dams and all these things. But you need to take out one of our loans. So take out one of our loans, pay us, and we'll come build all this stuff for you with the intention. And they knew ahead of time that none of these countries would be able to be be able to pay off these loans and so the condition so that yeah exactly so the condition was is that then they went in and seized all their assets and like that's how they put in military bases and all this stuff like that's how they acquired so much like assets and infrastructure in all these different countries is because they would put them in unpayable debt and then just like just basically stifle them and just put them like it was basically just like extorting them basically and he talks about how that if they didn't cooperate then they'd send in the jackals and that was like during the 70s and 80s when a lot of these south american presidents would be like die in plane crashes and all this stuff like insane stuff insane <laughs> stuff so it seems like almost like the way um you know you hear how pfizer has gone into these foreign countries and forced them to put up collateral in order to pay back the you know for like we'll give you all these vaccines but you have to put up collateral like in order for and, and so it sounds like they're coming after poland right now so it's like they're literally pulling like these like cia jackal moves like it's it's, it's an old trick like it's not nothing it's nothing new but they're pulling the same tricks right now it's like these guys are getting bold it's evil, you know evil. yeah i'd love to i'd love to sue them for 500 billion dollars just oh, to be God, like yeah. you know, wouldn't that be nice That's i think like you know i just, think we'll get there one day yeah, yeah one day it reminds me of the book atlas shrug it's actually like yeah. two feet from my shoulder right now but it's just you know atlas shrug is in ran but uh yep. you know it's just it, you know i'm all for capitalism but these people are crony capitalist they're crony globalist and they just yeah. they're really taking government and they're weaponizing it in their favor um, and they're yep. going to have the, the means and the capabilities and the financial means to, to go after um, countries. And just like in the what Pfizer paid the, the largest fine in U.S. history, yep. was it $2.3 billion? And uh, yeah. for they bribed over 4,000 physicians to lie to the people and bribed politicians to lie to the people. Um, so, yeah, it's an evil organization. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. get him now. Yeah, all of us awakened people will. Yes, overcome the evil one day with the help of right. God. Yeah, right. they're not gonna get away with it. They're not gonna. I mean, I'm you know I'm dedicating my life to this. They're not gonna get away with it. You know what nope. I mean? Like right. it's just like and it's like it's like it's like it's interesting. And that's what objected is kind of like instilled in me. It's like like equal parts you know, being a part of the solution, like building a parallel system, building alternatives, like just being a part of, you know, the light and, and bringing like this new paradigm to the world. But also at the same time, I do another show too, <clears throat> yeah, Rebunk News, right? And that on that show, that's where I'm in the trenches, like pushing back on like these bastards, right? You know what I mean? And so it's like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, equal parts, both like love and light. And then also like <laughs> put on, put on your freaking helmets and 
get out yeah. there in the battlefield. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I like to say that I'm a, a little bit in between love and light and tribunals for all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Somewhere in the middle. Exactly. Right. You gotta, you know, it, it's, it's, it is, it becomes heavy if you're all doom and gloom and, you know, obviously we fight knowing full well that the sun is shining on the other side. And yeah. you know what I mean? That's, that's the, that's what we have to be reminded of. Um, yep. And always have that, that positive outlook, you know? So. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Tapper, wow, man, what a great conversation. This yeah. is freaking fantastic. Like I know you've got a lot of projects and stuff. You've got your film and then your clinic. Go ahead and plug everything you want to plug. Let us know anything you want the people to go check out and any way that the people can follow and support you. Yeah, so you know the the wellness company. We are uh, going to be offering telemedicine there. So functional medicine is going to be kind of my area, uh, following the stress tests and stress and metabolic profile test. Um, so if you want to um, work with me, be patient. We're working on getting this up and running very soon. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Dr. Ben Tapper. Uh, Twitter is Dr. Ben Tapper with the number one symbol. I'm pretty sure you're going to have to type in the whole name on Instagram because that it's my sixth account there. They shadow ban and censor my account. Um, and you know, if you haven't seen our documentary, the time is now It will be on unified soon, excuse me, I think actually is up and running this week on unified TV, but, uh, yeah, thank you for all your support guys. And thanks for the kind words and for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. It's really, truly been an honor and, um, thanks for being a warrior and, and helping lead, lead the way and, and show us, show us how to do it. You definitely were an, an inspiration to us that injected. I remember, well, you know, watching you be courageous and I thought I want to be courageous like that too. So yeah. really, awesome. I, I thank awesome. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank awesome. You. Awesome. Yeah. And everybody, if you just go to injected.com, go injected. find that, go find that person and just squeeze out a bunch of injected babies. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Build the parallel system. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, we'll, uh, Oh, he's got you muted. <laughs> Hold on. Stay natural, stay free, stay injected. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it keeps muting me. That's so stupid. Okay. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Tapper. <laughs> <laughs>